This is episode 15 of the Passion Minded Mom podcast. You are listening to the Passion Minded Mom podcast for business-driven moms who actually want to talk about the stuff that matters. I'm your host, Kate Ruder, business coach and marketing strategist, and together we'll expose the truth behind balancing work while raising a family and have real conversations about what works well and what doesn't serve us. We'll discuss all things marketing, mindset, and wellness, plus taboo topics like money, guilty pleasures, and intimacy. For the nitty-gritty of entrepreneurial success as a mom, you have come to the right place. Ladies, I am going to show up a little differently today. In light of recent events, today's podcast is not going to be about marketing, money, productivity, or growing your business. It's going to be about motherhood, humanity, and anti-racism. I am not an expert, but if you are white and what I just said makes you feel a little bit uncomfortable, I highly suggest you stay and listen. If you are black or a woman of color, thank you for being here and listening. This podcast is for business-driven moms, right? We are passionate. We want more out of life. While I don't know each and every one of you individually, I know you are or want to feel passionate. I also know that we all have an interest in serving others, helping them in some way, while doing work we love, making good money doing it, and feeling great about it. And I want that all for you. But today, I am not going to be your guide in business. I want to offer you something else. I want to connect with you on a real human level around a different, but equally, if not more important topic. I'm going to do my best to explain where I am coming from and how you can learn more if you choose. And this episode may not feel good, but I encourage you to stick with me. Let's dig in. Today, I am going to offer you some options to get started and get more educated on the topic of racism. I'm a 40-year-old single woman who is white with two young daughters. And I believe I have tried to teach my children to be free of racism. However, I now realize that being white and having grown up in America means that bias and racism are built into my upbringing, whether I like it or not. It has a name. It's called implicit bias. If you want to know how much you actually have, Harvard has a test for it. I will drop that link in the show notes. Recent events, including specifically the incident in Central Park with Amy Cooper and the most recent murder of George Floyd, compelled me to step away from business as usual this week and take some time to reflect. In doing that, I have also taken a serious look at my privilege and the opportunities that have been afforded to me because of my skin color. I have also come to recognize that I have been ignorant and too quiet about it. 
While the term anti-racist is somewhat new to me, I easily identify with it. But I haven't lived it fully. I am learning how to exemplify and be more vocal about it now. I have no doubt that the color of my skin has helped me in my life. I am aware that it will likely present the same opportunity for my children. I now realize that I haven't done enough to talk to my kids more in depth about that reality. You see, what I am choosing to address here today is a realization of what I've been missing or denying this whole time. And that is the reality that there are thousands of mothers of color who are faced with the fact that their children's skin color will likely present a challenge for them their entire life, and that they are having to work harder every day against that reality, while I get to enjoy that my kids won't experience the same challenge. If you still disagree or deny that this is the case, then you're also part of the problem. Hear me out. I have said so many times, I don't talk about politics. I am not political. I hate politics. I'm still not political and I don't like politics, but this is no longer about politics for me. And I'm going to stop saying that. This is about humanity. I am sorry I have been using the excuse of not being political to avoid the conversation about race. I am sorry that it has taken me so long to wake up to it. I understand now that unless our system changes from the ground up, this disparity for our children will continue to exist. I am not okay with the reality that people of color are largely not given the same opportunity that I have enjoyed and that my kids will enjoy. I am also struggling with how it has taken the escalation of recent events to get me and others to do or say something more. And I confess I had no idea where to start with it or what to do about it. Many of you may be feeling the same way right now. So I'm going to help. I'm not going to attempt to educate you all on every side of this problem. I would not be the right person to do that. But my hope today is to give you a place to start so that you can carve your own path. There are others who are much better at it and who should be heard. I started with a webinar this week that was put on by a trio of amazing women, and they call it the Trinity Academy. Thank you, Maisha, Letty, and Weez for the education and all of your resources. The link to that webinar is in my show notes. You might be feeling a little curious, or some of you might be feeling a little defensive and resistant right off the bat. I'm encouraging you to step outside your comfort zone and take one small step to educate yourselves. Here is what I want for you. I want you to be able to make an informed decision on what to think about this. I want for you to also form an opinion based on being educated. Instead of just believing like I did that not being racist was enough. 
or that having your kids in rooms with some diversity meant you were doing your part. I'm just telling you to get educated and work to stay educated. As Maisha T. Hill calls it in her new book, live into the work just like you would in your business. It doesn't happen overnight. It requires a little discomfort and it requires commitment. So live into the work. I have chosen to add this to my path, not so that I can feel better about myself or this issue, but so I can understand it better and then decide what I want to do about it from an informed place. I'm in the process right now, and I am making an effort to live into the work. I'm coming to you with not enough preparation, not enough knowledge, and I may get it wrong at times, but I'm here anyway, doing what I can right now. I'm choosing to speak up and take more action, and I'm working to figure it out. So I'm speaking to all of you collectively and encouraging you to take some simple steps. Number one, educate yourself and encourage others to do the same. Number two, offer specific resources and clear some space to elevate the voices of others who can educate better than you. Number three, proactively talk to your friends, your white friends, and notice biases. Number four, decide what you want to think about it and like your reason for that. Number five, decide what action you will take. And if you're not sure what to do next, ask yourself, what do you want your future self to look back and say about it? You may also think about what you want your kids to understand about our world when they grow up. While you are doing this, I'm going to offer you a bit of advice and caution. Don't expect women of color to answer your questions and don't DM the resources who are taking extra time to educate those of us who are late to the game. Listen to them with an open mind and do the work yourself. You may experience some interesting things as you do this. I know I did. Through this process, I've noticed a lot of different feelings that have come up. So as you go through this journey, I encourage you to investigate those feelings. They might feel like shame or frustration, helplessness, defensiveness, fear. I want you to question why you feel this. What are the thoughts that are creating those feelings and how can you shift that? And at a minimum, use this process to learn more about who you are, what you believe in, and what you are truly passionate about. I am anti-racist and I am proud to say that but I am not yet proud of what I've done to back that up. So I'm leaning into the discomfort as I take this journey, and I look forward to how I can integrate this 
into both my work and my life. I promise to act with intention, to engage in productive discussions with my children around it, and to create space for more Black voices to be heard. I will not only think about it, but feel it in my heart, and I will weave it into my life and the way I raise my daughters. The resources I'm going to link for you guys in the show notes will answer some of the following questions that you may have. How can I better educate my children about race and anti-racism? What are the best ways to reinforce anti-racism for my children? What exactly is white privilege? What books, educators, activists, and historians should I seek out for more education? And lots more. I never anticipated that I would be speaking about this on my podcast, or at all in a public forum. I was one of the people that believed, because I didn't feel racism, and I don't see it every day right in front of me, that it didn't need my attention, that it wasn't still a pervasive problem. Now, I can't promise that I can make a difference. This is woven into the thread of our society for a very long time. There's a lot of change that needs to happen still. I was ignorant, and I thought it wasn't my job. I was wrong. The job isn't done until the promise we can make to our kids and the story that we tell them is the same, regardless of our color. If you guys want to give me feedback on this, I would love to have it. You can contact me directly through my website at katereuter.com. I hope this has been helpful. Go get educated. Check out the resources in the show notes, and I will see you guys next week.